and welcome to the Empowered Mind podcast, where I walk you through insights, research, tools and techniques to sharpen your most valuable asset, your mind. Each episode holds the intention to help you unleash your potential, overcome your mental limitations and live in line with your authentic desires. I'd like you to imagine that each episode is like going for a walk. We'll start wherever you are in the present moment and we might end up in the same place or we might end up somewhere new. Keep an open mind and see what happens. As always, my words are based on my personal perspective, my experience and interpretation of what I read and learn. If it resonates with you, then great. And if not, that's okay too. We are a new podcast, so don't forget to like and subscribe so you can hear every episode and follow me on Instagram at ag.davis so we can connect. Thank you for joining me on this walk. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Mind podcast. Today we're going to talk about criticism and why what people say to you says more about them than it does about you. So when I talk about criticism, I'm referring to two types of non-constructive criticism. One, when people criticise your ideas directly and two, when people criticise your ideas in passing. In the first case, you might come to someone with an idea and they might laugh or say, you can't do that. Or say you're mad or tell you to be more realistic. Or they might say, you have to do this first to be able to do that. Ultimately, they shut down your idea. And most of the time, this can come from a loving place, from parents or from friends, from family or strangers. But equally, it can come from a not so nice place, from people who are just being unsupportive and maybe from people who are saying things behind your back. The other scenario is when people criticise your ideas passively. You might be in a conversation with somebody and they casually mention that they disagree with something. For example, they might say, I can't stand it when people do that. And you might think, oh, I did that yesterday. That's just a small example. But essentially, when somebody makes it clear that a view that you believe or a desire that you have is something that they disapprove of. And this doesn't just happen in conversations with others. It can happen through hearing what others say online or on TV people being critical of something that we do or something that we desire. So on many occasions when this happens, this can make us feel like our desire is wrong, our ideas are silly and they make us feel bad about ourselves and make us feel less excited about things that mean something to us. And most people just bury that idea, they bury their desire and they try to fit in with the norm. They might also get upset, maybe even angry and feel defensive. Overall, the outcome isn't positive and brings you no closer to your desires or your goals. So now I want to show you a way to reframe what the criticizers say. It's not groundbreaking, but for me, this is true. What other people say is a demonstration of their own perceived limits and their own paradigm, potentially even their own insecurities. In the words that they say, they are giving you information about the way that they see the world and the limitations that they see for themselves. Therefore, the limitations that they see for you too. They are living within those limits. And that's okay, if that makes them happy. So, criticism is a very human thing. 
and we tend to challenge things that don't match up to our ideas of reality. A bit like computers, if it doesn't register, it comes up as an error. And so, more often than not, we'll try to enforce our own views on others, or silently judge different ideas because they challenge our own concept of reality, which as humans we need to feel secure in. Therefore, we are often tightly bound to views that we believe to be true. Which is also why it can be hard to be on the receiving end of criticism of your own beliefs, behaviours or desires. Because it can make you question yourself, and with that comes a feeling of insecurity. And a quick way to erase that insecurity is to conform to what is correct, which is usually defined by the general consensus of the people. That was a quote-unquote correct, not a factual correct. These are called norms and they differ per culture and per country and per group. So some example norms are go to school, then go to university, then get a job, then buy a house, then get married, then have kids, then retire and so on and so on. These are norms of our society or at least western society. By conforming to those views we can be accepted by society and from an evolutionary standpoint this makes us feel safer. There's even some interesting research that I came across recently that suggested that the feeling of failure is actually perceived to be less painful when the decision that you made was a decision that was backed up by a group or the majority as opposed to a decision that you made as an individual. So essentially, being in a group softens the blow when you fail. And if I remember correctly, they actually picked this up on brain scan. So I'll try and attach them to the podcast somewhere or have some links on the website to that article for anybody that's interested. So when you receive criticism, whether it's passive or direct, remember that this has nothing to do with you and it has a lot to do with their need to feel accepted, correct and assured and ultimately safe and their criticism is a tool to assure themselves and you of their own reality. So if you're being criticised and it's pretty intense criticism, I would advise you meet that with compassion. Now this is my solution for a lot of uncomfortable situations but it's actually proven to work very well for me and I will be talking a lot more about compassion in future episodes. So hear what they say, appreciate that information, there's no need to challenge it, just hear it, have compassion that they are so bound to their map of the world that they are unable and unwilling to see yours and allow them to both exist because that's the point, both realities can exist. I think if people accepted this, a lot of problems would be solved. You don't need to pick a side, you just have to choose you and let others choose them. And have appreciation for other people's views and other people's decisions and perspectives, because that's what makes the world exciting. So if you have a particular goal or a passion that you really want to pursue, the best way to meet people who are criticising these ambitions is to lead by example and do it anyway. Whether it's something big or something small, be a leader, open the door for them too, show them what's possible, you don't have to prove them wrong, just kindly show them what they didn't have access to before. People who have achieved amazing things 
did so despite the criticism and didn't listen to anyone that said no. This doesn't only apply when you want to do amazing things though. It's all about being your full authentic self and in turn being truly happy. Now, all this sounds very simple, but we are human and it does take some practice to implement these changes to our reactiveness. So if it doesn't come naturally to you at first, you feel that stab when someone disagrees with you or minimizes you or your dreams or whatever it is, just say silently to yourself, thank you for the information. To remember, that's all it is, is information about the other person's subjective view. When you automatically start viewing what other people say in this way, then you stop attaching it to your self-worth and you stop letting it get in the way of your progress. If you take anything away from this, stay on your path, don't listen to people who say no, and listen to your intuition. So viewing it in this way of people's criticisms being information about the other person transforms this from something that could potentially harm you, harm your well-being, and harm your progress, and into something that serves you, something that can push you forward and help you keep moving despite criticisms, whether they be from people directly or passively through things around you. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Empowered Mind podcast. This is our second episode, so I'd really appreciate some feedback if you have any. And again, don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram at ag.davis. Or the Empowered Mind podcast has its own Instagram at empoweredmind underscore podcast. I hope you have a lovely day wherever you are. And thank you so much for listening. Bye.